Hi, everyone. This is Rob from Beck Did It Better. Well, it finally happened. The four of us could not get together to record an episode this week, so we put together a best of clip show for all you Becker heads would have something to listen to. I also think this is a good dropping off point for new listeners because we go through some of the running jokes we've had. So if you think of anyone that you would think enjoyed this podcast, this is a great episode to share with them. Now, if they're anything like me, when somebody recommends a podcast, I say thanks and I never listen to it, but maybe you'll have more success. I also want to take the time to thank Russ, Aaron, and Matt for doing the show, and I can't tell you how much fun it's been podcasting with them over the last year. I especially want to thank Russ for pulling all these clips this week. I also want to thank our hardcore fans who have been calling and texting the Beck line at 802-277-BECK, emailing us at beckdidabetter at gmail.com, and following us at beckdidabetter on Instagram, Twitter, and even TikTok. Now, a quick word about the app. Some of our early episodes had dubious sound quality, so I want to apologize in advance. Well, here we go. Best of Beck did it better. We couldn't record this week. We were just too tired. So Russ picked out clips that he thought were inspired. Russell did a great job. The clips mostly involve Rob. These clips are some of our best. At least they're all above average. Russell picked out everyone. So email him if you are upset. Clip shows what you're stuck with. We all just want a little rest. All Rob had to do was some edits. But then he went and got a special guest. When you want to hear about the greatest albums of all time. But you're just too lazy to look it up online. If you want to hear from guys who chat and then they get off track. I've got the perfect podcast for you, Jack. Beck did it better. I love the radio. Welcome to K-Rob, K-R-O-B. <laughs> this week we're playing all the Christmas classics. Yes. So cuddle away there, sweetie, in front of the Yule Log. Make some Yule hot log. chocolate and listen to this new Yule hit. Log. The 12 episodes of this funny podcast feed. Nice. Oh, yeah. Nice. On the first episode <laughs> of this funny podcast feed, Aaron wants to see feet. <laughs> On the second episode of this funny podcast feed, Russ eyes and Aaron wants to see feet. On the third episode of this funny podcast feed, Matt's a mean old daddy, Russ eyes and Aaron wants to see On the fourth episode of this funny podcast feed, records from Russell's mom, Matt's a mean old daddy, Russ selling knives, and Erin wants to see feet. On the fifth episode of this funny podcast feed, Looking for wives that swing. <laughs> Marcos, Russell's mom, Matt's a mean old daddy, Russell, knives, and Erin wants to see feet. <laughs> On the sixth episode of this funny podcast feed, 
Leave joke of the week. Looking for rides that swing. Records from Russell's mom, Matt's a mean old daddy, Russ selling knives, and the wren wants to see feet. On the seventh episode of this funny podcast feed, sleep in the garage, bleep joke of the week, looking for wives that swing. Records from Russell's mom, Matt's a mean old daddy, Russ selling knives, and Erin wants to see feet. On the eighth day episode of this funny podcast feed, Dirty Big Bopper sleep in the garage, bleep joke of the week, looking for wives that swing. Records from Russell's mom, Matt's a mean old daddy, Russ selling knives, and Erin wants to see feet. Your dad asked you this funny podcast feed. Herbie Mance, Bush, Bush, Dirty push, Big Bopper, Sleep in the Garage, yes. Bleep Joke of the Week, Looking for One Take. Records from Russell's mom, so Matt's a really old daddy, Russell's <laughs> nice, and Erin wants to see feet. On the 10th episode of this funny podcast feed, great rating system, Herbie Mance, Bush, Bush, Dirty Big Bopper, Sleep in the garage, sleep joke of the week, looking for wives and Records from Russell's rolling bones and mean old daddy Russell selling knives, and Erin wants to see feet. On the 11th episode of this funny podcast feed, voicemail from Krista, great rating systems, Herbie Mans, Bush Bush, Dirty Big Bopper, Sleep in the Garage, Bleep Joke of the Week, Looking for Wise and Swing. I would have done Krista's second, from you could have easily come up with 11 fake names for her. <laughs> and Erin wants to see those dirty feet. On the 12th episode of this funny podcast feed, we have 12 total downloads. Voicemail from Kirsten, great rating system. Herbie, man's push, push, dirty, big bopper. Sleep in the garage, bleep joke of the week. Looking for wives that swing. Records from Russell's mom, Matt's a mean old daddy, Russell's selling knives, and Erin wants to see our wives' feet. <laughs> when you want to hear about the greatest apps of all time, there you go. If they were to redo that, that movie, Mr. Holland's office, and change it with that at the end, people would be moved to tears just like when they were them. And then they get off track. <laughs> I've got the perfect podcast for you, Jack. <laughs> Beck did it better. All right, everybody. That was fantastic, Rob. That was beautiful. Happy That's holidays and all welcome to Beck Did It Better. That bit was way longer than I thought when I listened to it the first time. That was humiliating <laughs> to sit here and watch that. But here, you know what? I've got to introduce you. I've got three guys who all separately texted me this week saying, please don't use the joke jingle balls on the episode. So, guys, this is going to be a jingle balls episode free. Screw that up. All right. Here we go. Uh, Rob, I'm like, I'm Rob. I'm in New York. I'm like the Christmas music of this podcast. I'm really fun at the beginning. And then after a while, you get sick of it because it keeps going on and on. I've got Russ, who's a lot like the Santa of the podcast, but he's less jolly. 
He also doesn't give us anything, but he, he's got that kind of look, the silver hair and beard. So we got Russ. Russ, how are you doing? Hey, Rob. Instead of one day of online dating rejection, I've had eight crazy nights. <laughs> uh, I've got Matt in uh, Minneapolis. Matt's like our Frosty the Snowman. He mostly just sits there, but every once in a while he comes in life to life. <laughs> God dang it. <laughs> There you go. Take a swig. All right. <laughs> well, thanks for having me, Rob. Glad to be here. And we've got Aaron in California. And Aaron has just, in the beginning, when we were all talking before this, he just kept saying Merry Christmas in a pretty aggressive way. And then keeps talking to say that about the war on Christmas. Aaron, how are you doing? Good luck with that. I just I got nothing. <laughs> I'm going all right, Aaron. That. Merry really Christmas. Excited. We're sorry. Really excited to talk about <laughs> holidays with you all. Before we start talking about our favorite holiday songs and what makes the holidays so great, we actually, this week, our first ever text message. What? Oh, a text message. And this is so why this Bex, is scary. To the Beck line? This is the, they, they Bexted. They Bexted. How? They used the Bexted line. Rob, how do you how do you bext? What 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 is the number to bext? Okay, well, if you want to bext, just send your age, sex, and location to 802-277-2325. That's 802-277-BECK. And once again, if you send any pictures of your feet, I will forward those to Aaron. No questions asked whatsoever. I, I, my, my favorite thing about your song, Rob, is I there was no part of you that ever thought once about not having the first thing be Aaron's. Oh, no. Pichon for feet, as you put it. Like, you had to repeat that 12 times, No, didn't I you? sat down to write the song, and that was already there. Like, it just came out. It was, like, magically already. I was like, yeah. It's came you in a dream, like the Silver Beatles. It's a, it's, that's the only rhyme I tried to make. Was it a partridge in a pear tree? I was like, feet, perfect rhyme. I'm so good at this. This is crazy. <laughs> Poet, you don't even know it. So, Didn't even need Rhyme.com for that one. It's so true. It's so easy. Uh, all right. So the text message, well, this is actually a text message from Houston, from a Houston number. So I think this might be a legit stranger. We did last episode ask for a stranger to, uh, to call in or to give us a text, and I think we got one. So here it is. I'm going to read it. Russ, glue of the show, could do his own radio show. Oh, I don't. Wow, think so. Russ, way to go. I would love that. Russ, the Russ radio show. I would listen to that uh, and then uh, call in and then talk over Russ most of the time. Uh, I have Matt, <laughs> insightful takes quietest. Mm. All right, fitting. Thank you, Matt, for playing off okay. that. I like that when we get a nice repartee going. I think that's really fun and funny for the podcast. Aaron, WTF sometimes. Is he high most shows? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> what? Aaron, the reviews I've are never, in. You suck. Wow. I've never been high for any of these shows. <laughs> no, wow, this is actually intense. what he's like. Yes, that's just how you function in normal society this is like just this. Me. This is how I just walk around talking this way. I don't yeah, know. If you want somebody that has strong opinions on the Dave Brubeck five, you are talking to the right guy right now. Well, I have to say, in honor of in honor of our holiday album, tonight I am drinking a Gin and tonica, and I'm wondering if Aaron's smoking marijuana. I am not smoking marijuana. I don't know where these callers would get this idea. So I think that was all from the text message. That was all from the Bexter. And what they what the texter what the Bexter say about you, Rob? Was oh, it was it from I, Mike Jones? Was it two eight one three three zero eight zero zero fo? We don't need to read what it says about me. Okay, Mike Rob. Jones. Let's, let's hear it. Mike let's Jones it. says Rob yep. funny. Pervy. You know, actually, this is, is this just my, like, this looks like my CV. <laughs> this is my LinkedIn profile, actually. Yeah. Rob, funny, pervy Howard Stern-like in a good way. Good show boys. Oh, I mean, that's good show boys. So there we go. It's a compliment. I got to say, for the three of us, it was quite, quite complimentary. Aaron 
being accused of what the fuck sometimes is the only I. <laughs> yeah. Like that would make I don't know if Aaron's gonna sleep well tonight, but the rest of us I think should feel pretty proud <laughs> feel of this. Okay about it. Yeah. So if you want to contact the next line, eight oh two two seven seven two three two five. And like we said, we are still looking for pictures of feet. Okay. I would love <laughs> to text pictures of feet to Aaron. I would get a big kick out of that. Do you think do you think this uh, guy or gal texted in because they just couldn't get through your message on the back line? <laughs> I haven't yeah, changed it so long. <laughs> it still is like 10 minutes of me doing a bit. It's like, hey, guys, what's the deal with answering machines? Uh, you call and they answer. It's not even a machine anymore. Well, see you later. My other favorite part of this is that the three of us that have no performance history, we've never been singers, we've never been in plays or shows or anything, all got compliments. And Aaron, who is mm-hmm. went to school for being a performer, is the I one know, getting got, ripped by our listener, by our Bexer from Houston. Man. I guess I don't play well in Houston. I'm not big in Texas. <laughs> I can't I've imagine to, you would play well in Houston, Aaron. I've been to Houston. Yeah, maybe not. <laughs> okay, Aaron, just don't say anything weird this episode, and I think we're going to be just <laughs> It'll fine. It'll be just fine. I'm never going to happen. All Man, right, so let's... Has this caller listened to my, my needle drop? It's a Bexter, It's a Bexter. Has this Bexter... I played Port Arthur, Texas's own UGK in my needle drop list. I don't think this person really is from Houston. I don't think Slobber Dog has made the Houston top 500 songs in the last few years, so you, you might get there eventually. And if you want to look up the phone number, look up Houston 500. That's the phone number. And uh, uh, actually, don't Google that, anybody. That's a joke. It's only funny if you actually know what that is. A bunch of guys in an orgy, and some of them are dressed in a gorilla mask, and it makes no sense. In, it's a gangbang, and the two guys have a gorilla mask on. No, no. What is your search history like? Huh? What is your search history like? You don't do this on delete, your work. How to delete yeah. search histories. <laughs> it's a vicious spiral of how to delete histories, and then it just yeah. keeps popping up. And oh. The tech guys were suspicious. The only websites on my history were how to delete history and nothing else. And they're like, "Wait a minute!" <laughs> so when you when you are when you have the website that says how to delete history, and then you click delete, is that still up there? Like, will it never go away because you constantly yeah. have to Google it? Because when you try to delete it, you're back on the page. It's a it's a it's a terrible terrible like, cycle. You can't win. It's All like right. the sequel to that movie Inception. You're just constantly in in different phases of deleting your search history. That's like the Houston 500 <laughs> it's a sequel called Conception. All right, so speaking of immaculate conception, it's the holidays. Um, let's talk about the, let's talk about some of these Christmas songs. But oh wait, what's that I hear? Oh, it's a little louder than I thought. But what's that I hear out on the horizon? Why, guys, look who's coming to visit us! Oh ho ho, baby! <laughs> it's <laughs> me, it's Big, Big Bopper Claus. <laughs> Big Bopper Claus. Oh, Big hey, Bopper Claus doesn't like the how this jingle bells isn't that long, and it's more annoying than Big Bopper Claus thought it would be. Ho ho ho! <laughs> you might think that Big Bopper did a Christmas song one time, and I'm going to play it for you right now. But my lifespan was so short, baby, I didn't even get oh. a Christmas song. Oh, that's sad. Yeah, Bopper. I had I had one big hit. I had actually I had two big hits. I had Chantilly Lace, and then the plane hitting the ground. You know what I mean? I'm a big <laughs> oh, 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 too, that's too soon. That's too soon. Geez. Well, that's too soon. Big Bopper Claus. The joke is rolling boned. Seems like the big, big Bopper made a tactical error and came out with his hardest stuff right off the bat. Anything else would be big trouble. Just get edited off. So the Big Bopper Claus is going to say. Oh, oh, hey, baby. You know what I like. And Aaron, I'm not getting you that for a present. That was sick what you said. I can't even understand how you'd use that. Okay, ho, 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 
see you later, Big Bopper Claus. <laughs> okay, I'm excited. If I had a time machine, I would go ahead to next Christmas so I could hear Big Bopper Claus Part 2. I think that's a hit. It's a character's a great hit. <laughs> After Matt said that joke was rolling boned, I feel bad that I sent my nieces and nephews a Big Bopper Claus on the shelf. And I, now I'm going to feel terrible about that. <laughs> ho, ho, ho. Big Bopper's watching over you, baby. Before we get any farther, guys, I got news for you. The Beck line is actually kind of taking off. So real quick. Going up. All right. Hi, my name is Krista, and I am a first-time listener, long-time caller. Mm. And I just want to share that I feel like you really missed the boat when talking about Eleanor Rigby in your most recent podcast. What? Um, you missed the fact that Eleanor Rigby was the inspiration that listen to this podcast? for the <laughs> classic song, Song Song, by Cisco. Mm. He um, borrowed the beat from the song, but he also was inspired by the violinist and the cellist, but completely rewrote the string section so that he wouldn't have to deal with copyright issues since Michael Jackson owned the rights to the Beatles music at that time. And that was his inspiration for writing that song that I danced to so many times at the long ago bar known as Bar Abilene in uptown Minneapolis. R.I.P. Bar Abilene. But yeah, shout out Bar I don't Abilene. really know that Table you guys can call yourselves musical experts for not knowing that. Thank you. Listen, us dancing at Bar Abilene to Thong Song, you don't have to talk to Russell and I about doing this. this that was what just we called a Thursday. That wasn't yeah. even our weekend. That was just a normal time. So, I went to Bar Abilene to watch the Timberwolves play against the Grizzlies when they had Pau Gasol. I feel like I was missing the boat Oh my, God. my time at Bar Abilene. I almost fell asleep from that story. And there went all, and there went all of our listeners. The, the, the old Pau Gasol story. I have to say, though, immediately... Hearing this voicemail from a woman saying that I did something wrong already is just, it's typical. It's frustrating. I thought my Eleanor Rigby take about me being the, the lonely person who had to pick up the rice was probably my greatest music take ever. And then it turns out the one woman who listens to our podcast decided she needed to call it and say, actually, we got that completely wrong. Listen, if you're a woman who listens to the podcast and you want to tell us what we've done in our wrong in our life, 802-277-BECK. <laughs> I, think, I think I know Krista from Minneapolis. Minnesota or Minneapolis? I forget where she's from. I, I, let's, I, I, have, her, I have her number. I could just put it out. It, it comes into the Google Live. <laughs> now, we can just now, say it on the podcast. Now we're doxing callers to the back line. And let me just say that out of everybody I know, Krista was the expert of the dance floor at Bar Abilene in the early 2000s. And so, except for Russ and I. Except for you and Russ. But I think yeah. she had CJ, the, the bouncer at the, uh, at the door, he had, a, he had like a belt buckle that would light up. I think it said his name. It like scrolled across. Like CJ was classic. I think she, knew, I think she had CJ on her uh, speed dial. Um, and so, yes, if anybody knows about Cisco, about... Uh, you know, anybody else, some Nelly, some um, Miley Cyrus, I think Krista knows. And so we need to uh, pay attention to what she's saying and, and take it her word for it. All, all, all equally good to the Beatles. I'm saying when she makes the thong podcast, I'm calling in. This, uh, by the way, a Cisco podcast would be the world's shortest podcast. <laughs> it would be about a half an episode. And they do exactly what we're doing now. And then they'd be like, well, I guess that's it. I like that Drew Hill song in my bed. That was my favorite Cisco song. 
wait, wait, there are multiple Cisco I songs? Can't, I cannot hit the sound clip this early in the podcast. <laughs> it was a great, great song about finding somebody else sleeping in your bed, in my bed by Drew okay, Hill. Okay, so you said you weren't going to call to the Cisco podcast, and now here. <laughs> no, I have to do it. Hey, this is Rosie. I'm calling the Cisco podcast. Uh, so I wanted to talk about actually the other song that we all know from Cisco, which is definitely called In My Bed or something like that. Uh, the, you know, Cisco lives in Minnesota now. No. What? Does he hang out yeah. with Master P? He, he married a girl from Maple Grove. He, he lives up in uh, Maple Grove. Yep. I did not know that. So Cisco is in the suburbs. Cisco is in the suburbs. Does this mean, he's one of us. Does this mean that I am not the most famous man in Minnesota with gray hair? That Cisco <laughs> is more famous than me in Minnesota? <laughs> so so that Cisco's gray hair, I was reading, I read more articles today about Cisco than most people have, I bet, today. <laughs> and well, how many articles are there on Cisco? There, there can't be like this plethora, this library. If you type it. in Eleanor Rigby and Cisco, there's more articles than you would guess. And and he said that at the time he had never even seen a thong on a woman before he wrote the song. He just what? knew they were out there. They're like this what? mystical thing. Because he's like in 90, you know, in 90, whatever, they weren't that popular. But he said that somebody said, oh, yeah, I was on a date and some girl handed me her thong, the thong, thong, thong. And he's like, oh, I got to make that into a song. And he said that when he made the song, he, it's like when um, Moses went up to the rock and he it went up to get the tablets and he had black hair. And then when he came down, he had seen God, so he had gray hair. That's why he dyed his hair gray, because his thong song was the equivalent of the Ten Commandments. Thou shall not get underwear that covers your whole butt. Yeah, I think he was a gospel musician as a kid, so that makes sense. I think he was steeped in the tradition. I, I cannot play the sound clip this early. I cannot play that's <laughs> Rosie's left field. But you know what? You did just say that Cisco was a gospel musician. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Oh. That was Aaron's left field What the hell is he talking about? We've been recording oh, about two Aaron. minutes. Yeah. Keep that one at the top. You're going to have to use it again, I'm sure. I'm sure I got another one. I'm sure I got another one. I have to admit, hearing his story about his gray hair sounds like a much better Bumble opener than me just saying, I just look old and my hair's genetic. I'm going to go change that now. (laughs) My hair hair is genetic. I like that. I did not. Do they think maybe you dyed it that way? That you dyed it gray? Like Cisco. You just tell him, yeah, you went to Cisco's hairstylist. Ciscut. Ciscut. <laughs> you better trademark that now. <laughs> just everybody. It's just an ad of me cutting hair and everyone coming out has gray short hair. Hey, come on down to Ciscut. Wait, I can do this better. Hey, come on down to Ciscut. Only now. <laughs> Back to school special. 20% off any kid under the age of 17. It's just like a thong. It's 80% off. By the way, thongs, I do have to say, thongs are like, have such a place in my life. We, I need to hear more about this. Right. Of like, they, they basically changed my life. When I, when I started dating a girl and she had a thong, I was just like, this is the greatest day of my life that the one girl I'm dating in high school wears a thong. I was like, this is, and she will just show it to me. I was like, I was like, that was my Ten Commandments. You know what I mean? It was like, thou shall look at ass. And I was like, that was one. What was number two? Thou will cover your girlfriend's mom. <laughs> thou shall not, or thou shall. All right, what's number three? Can we come up with ten? <laughs> oh, yeah, I can come up with ten commandments of being high school. All right, let's go. We're, at, we're at two. Thou shall not covet your mom, or thou shall. Thou shall ask your first girlfriend to stick out her tongue, and you would suck on it for some reason? You thought that was a cool thing to do? <laughs> I'm surprised that wasn't a top two. 
But looking back, it's kind of like this male like in charge thing that it makes you feel kind of ill now. Uh, Those four, okay. Okay. Thou shall not clean your car, even though a girl's going to get in the car, and you, it's like the number one thing you can sh- do to show that you're a normal person. Okay. Thou shall get upset when this girl dumps you and say that you're going to regret this to her, which is now something actually, ironically, you regret for the rest of your life. That was a big bummer. <laughs> <laughs> the way I acted when I got dumped was the most pathetic <laughs> thing. And if I, if I could go back in time and tell myself, like, just I'd be like, don't. You're going to get dumped. Just say, oh, okay, well, it's been really nice, and I appreciate it all the time. Or, you know, whatever. You In 20 years, you're going to talk about this on a podcast, and you're going to feel real stupid. Yeah. No. <laughs> Instead of, you're going to regret this. And, and this is what I said. And I, this is really embarrassing for me to say this, but I'm a new, I'm a 2020 male. I can say this. I said, I'm going to drive my car home really fast. I mean, can you imagine? That's like something my 11-year-old would say to me right now. And I'm like, okay, you got to go to bed. Well, I'm going to go to bed so much I might die. And then are you happy that if I die? Oh, my God. So pathetic. Meanwhile, Aaron's like just like making out with two girls. I, I picture him in a car. Another girl's driving, of course. He's in the front seat in the middle. And he's got two girls. He's like, blah, 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 blah. That's never Is this happened. podcast stereo? Can you hear this if I go, blah, 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 blah. hold on, hold on. I got to change my prescription glasses to my purple John Lennon sunglasses. <laughs> oh, the tint is too dark on these. None of those things ever happen. I mean, the purple sunglasses happen, but. Mm-hmm. The question is, am I going to keep this in where I talk about how pathetic I am? But I think I have to. <laughs> well, you got number six. So, okay. What's oh number God, seven, okay. Rob? Stay tuned for uh, next week when we reveal the other four commandments of Rob in high school. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I think I think it's a cliffhanger. Oh, thou shall wear a sweater vest because your girlfriend bought you one. <laughs> and you walk in and everybody laughs at you. That's just smart thinking. If your lady buys you a shirt, you wear the shirt, man. <laughs> Okay, we got we got three more. We're getting cl- we're, we're almost there. We got three more. Okay, uh, thou shall do a weird thing where she gets naked and you only take your shirt off for the whole relationship. <laughs> <laughs> do we it's do we need to put Rob stuff. in the corner for advice or what? Yeah, Rob might need some advice. Okay, we got number. Okay, we got two Christopher more. From Minnesota has affected me deeply. <laughs> um, and looking back, of course, that's the old you know shirt in the pool. But like the opposite somehow, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you're hiding your best part. This is like my, this is my therapy, uh, and it's actually been more expensive than therapy after buying all this equipment. Uh, <laughs> Got two more, two more. Oh. Uh, thou shall take a, a woman on a date on a first date and order just the appetizer sampler as the meal. Well, I mean, that's that's a way to uh, weed out the ones that, that are not worthy, right? Like, if they're not down with the mozzarella sticks, the onion rings. And- oh, no, that was Jenny. That was my junior year of college. <laughs> oh, I did that. Seriously? <laughs> so that one, worked. That one I, worked. When I did that, I could legally drink. So that just kind of shows like. Wait, but it, it worked for you. So you're saying the whole it time worked. when I've, wa- I've been wanting to take every girl I've gone out with to Perkins for an appetizer sampler. And every time I've thought, well, I better not do that. I better not do that. You're telling me what it worked. Uh, so you're some kind of simp that just orders one appetizer? <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I think what you really want on a date is for most of the time you feel like you need to go to the bathroom so bad that your stomach is going to explode. That's the number one key to being on a great date. <laughs> Eat a bunch of yeah, cheese curds and stuff real right. early. And the 10th commandment of me coming down, picture me. I've got Cisco hair. I'm coming down. Oh, I guess the 10th commandment is uh, thou shall always act like you're looking around 
at other women at all times. I think women really like that, actually. <laughs> I was uh, I was in an airport once with Jenny, and I was, the girls were like, I don't know what. <laughs> this was after I was married with two kids. And the kids were like five and three. And this girl started, this woman started talking to me at the airport. She was pretty attractive. Um, and she said, what are you doing? And I said, oh, I'm flying with my sister and her two kids. <laughs> helping out. And Jenny was right there. Uh, and she didn't look happy, but I think it really showed her what kind of alpha male I was. And that uh, women like that. Is everybody, is everybody still recording? On yeah, their still recording. Oh, yep. that's too bad. We're at 19 minutes. <laughs> So, guys, you might be shocked with who this is from. Oh, hey, it's Krista again. Kristen. Um, first of all, I should say I am actually really enjoying the podcast. I feel like I do call in with a lot of criticism from time to time, but I am enjoying it. I listen to it on my runs um, each week, and I'm inspired to listen to different music. I will say that I think you should go for it with a new updated list. As if you want it to be best albums of all time, it should include albums from all time. And their old list left out several years of albums. So I'm just saying that. But then also, um, I am a little confused by the chore that Matt says he doesn't like to do, oh, no. which is folding laundry. Oh, because. Oh, Matt. Well, there goes my kids. Matt just picked up the Because he doesn't actually have to fold the laundry. No, and Matt. neither does his wife. Oh, no. Wait a minute. Um, I suggest you ask Matt and see who actually does. Wait a minute now. Who who does the laundry? laundry. Rob is like twisting in his chair. He is so excited. Wait a minute now. I'm so excited Krista brought this up, but Rob is like physically maneuvering in his chair. So good work, Russell. Yeah. (laughs) Kirsten makes a good point. Uh, Last episode, I was made fun of for having somebody, a friend who helps out around the house, okay? <laughs> and basically the purpose of my friend is to try to make my wife less angry at me at all times, which is uh, she's feeling spectacularly, but she's trying. So, Matt, what is going on? This is the laundry. This is laundry 20, laundry 2020. Laundry <laughs> mystery. If, if Matt, I what's going right, on? If I remember right, the question was, what chore do you hate the most? Uh-oh. Right? No, 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 no. That's not what the that's no. not what the question. What was the question? It doesn't matter. Did, did we ask Johnny Cochran? <laughs> the question to join was which is, is Johnny Cochran and Beck did it better today? Is this Robert yeah. Kardashian joining us? Yeah. Is Bill Clinton jo- what it depends on what the meaning of is is. Yeah. Matt, I am at your house. I am watching the laundry get folded. What am I seeing? <laughs> <laughs> Little Maury Povich? No, I don't know. So this is a multi. I categorically deny this. <laughs> yeah. So the, the question was, what chore do you hate the most? I hate folding laundry. Oh. Nobody asked so if I do? actually folded the laundry. What'd you do? What's like the solution? That. What's the solution? So the solution is, and we also talked about, and I don't think my mom knows what podcasts are, so I don't think she's going to catch up with this unless my <laughs> wife shares. It. Why are all but- your shirts so wrinkly that you're wearing? <laughs> <laughs> I bet Matt just throws away all his clothes yeah. after one use and goes and buys <laughs> new ones with podcast yeah. revenue. Guys, these yeah. paper pants are revolutionary. Cha- that's why you buy so many champion double knit sweatshirts. He's like other oh, folded. Yeah. Just buy you like, my, like the one I got on right now. Yeah. Got a nice Vikings one. Oh, there you go. Thirty eight bucks. Vikings. eBay. It's nice. All right, let's let's wrap this up. Um, <laughs> yeah, we, we're very busy. So, two things. My mom comes over, watches my kids. For about three hours, a couple times a week. She's retired. She makes the kids do it. Nothing going on. Mm. She she comes over. She folds my laundry. 
My mom comes over and folds my laundry. I'm 39 years old. I'm a millennial. My mom comes over <laughs> and folds my laundry. Wait, wait, so wait. wait. Excuse me a second. It's, 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 it's time for one-on-one with Matt. Matt. Oh, yeah. And when I, I say mean, one-on-one, what I mean is that she's finding one sock and then another sock and putting them together. <laughs> and meanwhile, Matt was yelling at her about the list. God damn it, Mom. Rolling Stone changed the list. Oh, and by the way, you you didn't put away the shirt in the right drawer. Put it in the wrong shelf. So, No. It started out as a thing where, she, you know, we had laundry and I was going to fold it. She's like, well, I'll just fold it. I mean, this is years ago now, though, right? So, I mean, we're talking, this has been going on for a very long time. So, and Krista knows that it's a big joke. Krista from Minneapolis knows it. So, ha ha, Krista, you got me. <laughs> Kristen, whatever your name is. But, oh, now you're calling her by the wrong name. Yeah. It's not just me. Right. Oh, or whatever. He, or whatever. He's mad now. This is mad, Matt. I love it. No. So, my mom does it. She's very nice. In return, I get I, I all I ask for for my birthday, all I ask for wait, for what? Christmas, no, 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 wait every year is nothing. Just <laughs> keep holding my clothes, and I'm happy. So thank you. So I could go. I could go. I got a. I got a thing in my right over there in that drawer in my in my kitchen that says one year's worth of of laundry folding for my mom. So that's what we got. We're uh, you know go ahead. All these weeks of me yep. being ripped on for not being a fully functioning adult, not knowing how to pick out properly live flowers, and yeah. it turns out I can do my own laundry and let and let my grass grow too long. And Matt can do that, but he can't do his own laundry. His I mom also, shows up. To I feel like I should issue a Beck did a better apology for all the people who have contributed to the GoFundMe I started for a laundry <laughs> folding service for Matt. <laughs> <laughs> so everybody who contributed. Yeah. Uh, maybe let's take some suggestions for what else you'd want to give that money to. Because uh, I started this GoFundMe for Matt, and uh, turns out, yeah, I didn't need yeah. to. Yeah. Matt Matt's bought four sweatshirts of the list, and all she, he gives to his mom is a homemade paper certificate. <laughs> hey, on the back side it says "free back rub." I mean, it sounds like what I gave my wife for her anniversary, Matt. Give me a break. It's gold star every week. Keep it up, mom. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to email your mom. A copy of this podcast. I think she'll love it. Yeah. That's Joan, weird. thank you very much. We appreciate it. You do a great job. Thanks for everything. Thank you. So there, is that better? It's not that I don't know how to fold my laundry. I hate folding laundry though. <laughs> my mom knows it. She folds it for us. So no, I'm not I'm not gonna apologize for it. I'm uh I'm just gonna eat that one and go. Well, you right. certainly didn't fully disclose okay. it last time. That's yeah, really that, sure. that was noticeably the, the, absent. You guys, you guys didn't t- you didn't say what is the chore you don't like to do. What is we just said you what also is your least favorite chore? Your mom to take care of. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yeah. So lie by, all right. it's a lie by omission. Thanks, Kirsten from Minneapolis. <laughs> <laughs> well, no wait. I don't know if we're done with this yet. I, okay. Can I have your mom's address? Because I have a certificate here for two years of free laundry folding that I want to send her. <laughs> I think that would help. All yeah, right. All right. That's enough. Break it up, you two. That was one-on-one with Aaron's Matt. mom. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's good. I don't think we've had a mom. I don't think we've had a one-on-one with the moms for a while. Yeah, it's, oh, been, a, it's been a minute. It's been a minute. But, hey, let's say, Krista, appreciate you listening. Always appreciate you calling in, so... Appreciate all Thank of our listeners, all. no doubt. Yeah, I don't. They're dumb as shit to listen to this shit. Get a life, <laughs> oh, you guys. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, and you know what? I'm above our listeners. Oh, I'm a listener. I like to. You know what? We're making the content. You guys are adding like two minutes a week. We're doing the heavy lifting here. Ah. But please keep calling in. I'm sorry. I'm going to edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> Just 
just get mad. Just get mad at the listeners. Hey, believe it or not, two weeks in a row, we've got a voicemail to the Beck line, 802-277-BECK. Mm. Oh, yeah, and i got to push this button. Hey, it's my favorite Beck boys. It's Sarah from Minnesota. Mm. Had to call in Ooh. with just a couple of things. Um, number one, we also do not own a microwave. So there are other people in the world what? that do not own microwaves. We enjoy heating things up yeah. in a toaster oven or on the stovetop, and we make popcorn in a whirly pop, old-fashioned. I'm, I'm, Nobody enjoys also, heating stuff up in a toaster thing, oven. Wanted to call in. I'm content being single. And this is a little bit more serious, I guess. Uh, just a little bit of constructive criticism. Uh, in the last oh, no. couple of episodes, I've noticed oh, no. a huge increase, um, a rapid increase of saying that a song bangs. And oh. while when you first started using Bangers. that phrase, I thought, Here comes wow, a great compliment that to us. makes them sound really like they know what they're talking about. And yes. I love that. But the Einsteins the of podcasting happening, as I said, in the last couple of episodes, I'm feeling a little bit like kind of takes away from the actual banginess of a song that might actually bang. <laughs> Hopefully that makes sense. Anyway, Jim Horn for life. He bangs. All right. So once again, it's a female voicemail caller criticizing us. <laughs> so Far essentially, my understanding is she thinks the fact that we say the song bangs takes away from the fact that it actually bangs. Well, I was doing some research into this, and what I realized is that when uh, I was listening to the Fleetwood Mac, I went back and listened to all our episodes. I was listening to Fleetwood Mac. I did say this song bangs, this album bangs. I said it a number of times. They're bangers. They're bangers. But I'm going to stand by it. Those were bangers. I don't know what else to say. I, how, I mean, they're all bangers. If you, are, if you have songs <laughs> as good as Fleetwood Mac's on Rumors, I'll, what can I say? They're certified bangers. That whole album bangs. <laughs> Stevie Nicks' hair. She's got bangs. They bang. <laughs> hey, Fleetwood Mac, what's he playing? A drum. Well, guess how he plays it? He bangs it. He, oh, he bangs it. Okay, well, he stepped on that a little bit. I'll edit that in post. All right, so, you know, normally I think we would go to the joke apology sound clip and we'd play it. We'd laugh, okay? Aaron, do you think we should play the joke apology sound clip? I'm not sure we need to apologize. I feel like we could probably figure out another way to, we could probably come up with something else. Aaron texted me and said, please play this apology sound clip. But Aaron, you know, that's swearing at a woman and I'm against that. That's sick. That you would want to do that. <laughs> so instead I decided we would make a Beck did it better playlist. It's got all our favorite songs on there. This is going yeah. out to Sarah. Uh, I want to play this as an apology. I'm just going to say that these songs really, really rock. Okay. Oh. I think they're songs. And I think that she's going to really like them. So here's here's one of my first songs that I really really love. Don't come knocking on my back door, bang bang baby, lying on the floor. Don't bang bang baby. I mean this song is a groove. Bang bang baby. This song pops. It pops. This yeah. is off the album Beach Sleeper by Desiree Cannon from Oakland, California. Of course, this is the one Aaron sent in. I had to like do a deep You're dive. You're going in I'd... reverse order, right? So you got your top five, and that was number five. Yeah, that was that number was... five. This is this okay. is so. All right. These are this is number four on the songs that are randomly put together, no theme to them whatsoever. We just thought Sarah would like them. Let's see what this one is. Mm. Ooh, it's a little share coming at you. Share. Ooh, share. Nancy Sinatra song. 
Wow. Oh, I like it. This song. Ooh, this song. Maybe it has the word bang in the title. This song rocks. rocks the house this, kind this of. Song rocks. You think? It rocks. It Aaron, rocks. aren't you catching on what we're box. doing? This song slaps. Maybe, maybe you could play along too, Aaron, and help out a little bit. <laughs> All right. I Slides. found randomly this song. You know, I, I wanted to include something. You know when I'm doing a best of list, I've got to include They Might Be Giants, one of my favorite bands of mm. all time. Here's... Oh. <laughs> I love this song, guys. You know, this song to me, it kind of, it kind of grooves. Yeah, it kind of does wail a little bit. It, it wails and it grooves. I think it does both. Very wailing. Aaron, do you feel something clever to say? I think it knocks. This one knocks. Oh, there we go. Nice. I like it knocks. All right. The next one, I've got uh, T-Rex. Okay, both a band and a dinosaur, by the way. A lot of people don't know oh, that. Oh, yes. Okay. I think Sarah's going to love this song. This goes on the Beck Did It Better uh, mixtape that we're making for her. Oh, yeah. Oh, this thumps. This thumps. You know what? I'm going to say. You hear that thump there? I think it thumps. I think this kind of whips. This I can't tell if it thumps or it thuds. One of the two. It might thud. I'll tell you what, though. If you're looking for a song that you're really going to love, let's go to number one on my playlist. Okay? And I'm going to say this song. It slaps. Oh, Ooh, let's hear a slap. Let's hear one that slaps. This is William Hung, of course, hitting a Ricky Martin. Oh, yes! <laughs> this pounds. I mean, this is pounding. Right now. This one's, yeah, it's pounding. I just pounding. can't think of the right word for this song. It's just this. Tommy Martin's going to leave a wealth in my heart afterwards. What is he talking about when he says she bangs? I don't know. He keeps thwacking some instrument. I can't really <laughs> tell what's wax. going on. Now, I do want to say this, okay? So all jokes aside, okay? Unless you're as dumb as a rock, you probably get what we're doing. I just want to play the song. I want to play wait, the song. Are, what, wait, wait a minute. Wait, what are we have doing? to say that, Rob. What are we doing? I'm actually going to preempt, preemptively oh. do this. That was Aaron's left field take of the Okay. So we obviously did a whole string of joke about bags, right? Listen to the fucking song that Aaron sends me. He like emails me the song or texts me the song. He's like, oh, you got to put this on the list. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Okay, listen to this. This, yeah, this clonks. This is clonking. No, this is what she says, bomb, bomb. So he's bomb, like, oh, this is not even a bang. It's a dance hall classic. Bomb, bomb. It's B-A-M, B-A-M. <laughs> this, 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 this is a bammer. This is a bammer. This bomb, bomb for sure. It clangs on the list. It clangs. This is what I'm dealing with as the host of this show. Is I get emails that say, "Oh, bomb, bomb." That should be good for this joke. And I was like, "Okay, <laughs> but sounds like, great." But I'll definitely put it on there. I always love those bomb, bomb popsicles. The red, white, and blues. Those were the best. Oh, what a she bomb, bomb. That's a dance hall classic. That gets that gets quit. That's going to lead us straight into our first track on the album, Lost Ones. I'm so oh. excited. It would, unless we were doing. Our next segment, which you would think that 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 bit I just did would lead into the album because it actually relates, but it doesn't. I want to talk about a review we got on iTunes recently where somebody who we don't know wrote uh, a lot of factual errors, but I was laughing too hard to care. And I just want to say to that person for taking the time to write that comment, fuck off. What are you talking about factual errors? No, no, that's exactly what this podcast is. That's exactly what this is. Rob, you know, sometimes we may make errors and we're willing to apologize. We should give this person who who was the the commenter that left that comment? Uh, It was 
uh, Michael Smalldick 67. No, it was Mike Music. It was Mike Music 46. So yeah, let's get, you know what? He's, you're right. Let's apologize. I mean, we make, we make errors once we in a while. Aaron, Aaron doesn't always errors. do his now research. Now an apology from Beck did it better. I'd like to take this chance to apologize to absolutely nobody. Oh, Mike. Beck does it better podcast. Mike Smalldick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> So I do like the fact that I think it was an episode ago. I was begging if you don't know us and you're listening, email us so we feel good. Somebody <laughs> actually does it, and they immediately make me mad by giving me any sort of feedback whatsoever. I was but, listening to some old episodes, though, thinking, like, what did I get wrong? Like, what could have possibly been my error? And I did mention on one episode that I do have a small penis as a joke, and I think that's probably what it was referring to. <laughs> that's but the but to, to Mike's point, I mean, we don't promise anything less than what he just told us we are, right? Well, We'll listen to some songs. We'll yep. state some facts that we think are correct. And, you know, it'll be pretty darn funny. Wait, wait, wait. We're supposed to be trying to be correct on this? I was just no, completely going off no, the rails. No, not even close. Not even close. Yeah, Aaron's like, wait, wait, we're supposed to tell jokes on this? Yeah, I'm not the, Yeah, I'm not out here trying to be funny. <laughs> My guess is that comment came immediately after Aaron got Wilson Pickett and, and what's the other one? <laughs> Wilson Phillips. Wilson Phillips confused. <laughs> We're the only we're the only podcast that says Wilson Pickett and then the other one and, and it's then Wilson that other Wilson. There, there's thing. no way that voicemail came after that. What was that? A voicemail or a, a message? No, on it was an iTunes, iTunes review. review. An Somebody iTunes took review. the time to like log in and review, push the review there button, and no, then do it. And no chance in hell that Mike. review came after after Matt screwed up Offspring and Oasis. No chance. <laughs> no chance. <laughs> they probably did it after we said that Prince would be a good ending soccer song, and they were like, uh, factually incorrect, sir. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thanks for nothing, Clear the Square. Yeah, so Dr. Smalldick, fuck off. All right. So let's get right into it today. We've got a lot of content today, okay, guys? And I'm definitely not nervous about covering this album because I don't have much to say about it. So let's go to our voicemail. We've got a super special voicemail that was set up. So this ep- this is coming out in three weeks. What's the date in three weeks? Do you guys know? It's like January. Maybe like the 13th. Is that right? Somewhere around 12th. there. Well, All right. It's so Tuesday, right? It comes around a very special oh, time hook. of year. So it's it's oh, our favorite. Tuesday. Is this before or after the climate czar takes office here? <laughs> uh, okay. Before, well, just before. We're, <laughs> we're not going right into politics right off the bat, Russell. I know you love it. Hey, it's Krista from Minneapolis, just calling to wish Matt a happy 40th birthday, oh. buddy. Oh, Hello, Billy from Minneapolis, Minnesota. This is Steve Ryan from West oh. Bloomington. Hi, this is Aaron from is Minneapolis, Steve. calling to That's wish Steve. Matt a happy, happy, happy birthday. Hello, this is Jim from Hermantown, calling to wish my older brother Matt oh a happy We're going 40th deep. birthday. This is Sarah, the landlord oh, yeah. from Hermantown. This is your father-in-law, Dennis, from Gold Canyon, Arizona. <laughs> this is Kevin here from Nashville. This is Missy in Minneapolis. Whoa. This is Karen Ryan from Bloomington. Holy Hi, cow. this is Sarah and Jim May <laughs> from Eden Prairie, and we wanted to say happy birthday, Matthew George. Happy birthday, Matt. Hi, this is Megan and Ben from Minneapolis. Hey, this message is for Matt. Just want to say happy oh, birthday. Nick from buddy. Minneapolis. Old school. How does Matt have this many friends? I'm yeah, shocked. I thought we were the only ones. Happy birthday. This is Sarah from Atlanta. This is Dave from Richfield, Minnesota. Happy birthday, Matt. Whoa. Patty from Richfield. This is probably from the only dick in your life. 
Hi, this is Stacy from Minnesota. This is Brian calling from the birthplace of water skiing. This is Lamana, hailing from Helsing, Paul, Minnesota. This is Lucas from Minneapolis. This is Zach Goring from Apple Valley. Hi, Darren from Oh, Coach Goring. Mark Johnson here from Mitchfield. Happy 4 buddy. I think I used to play basketball Welcome with to that the kid. club. Yeah, this is Matt McDonald calling. I just wanted to wish Matt 12. a very, very happy 12. birthday. This is Jen this from happen? Manhattan. Hi, this is Neil from Lakeville. Have a great birthday, and remember that when given the opportunity, always Iowa double down. Love you, oh, Tiny. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he did not. I have a little story to tell you. Uh, Matt was oh, eight pounds, one ounce That's at the laundry birth, lady. And he had a little bit of complication. The cord was around his neck when he came out, so he had to be resuscitated, and they moved him from St. Mary's Hospital over to the university's uh, neonatal intensive care unit for observation. So the next day, Mike and I were able to go see Matt, um, and here he was in the uh, NICU with all these preemie babies, and because he was eight pounds, they didn't have any diapers in the NICU that fit him because he was too big. They only had the preemie size. <laughs> you so were too Matt big for him. Oh, man. Normally, that would be pretty good content. The way his mom's say saying it, it's not that bad. Yeah, it's too bad uh, your life didn't continue that way, right? Uh, yeah. 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 Body. Right. So the man that was uh, attending the twins across the uh, <laughs> corridor from Matt took a look at Matt and said, typical, uh, was he Jones story. <laughs> Keeps going. Say, oh, no, no, he just had the cord around his neck and typical almost uh, asphyxiated yeah. at birth. So well, how no, can I edit his uh, mom down? He's okay, and he's going back to the other hospital in a day or two. So anyway, that was Matt's uh, initial start in the world, and uh, luckily he didn't have look any me. brain damage from the asphyxiation, but uh, <laughs> we're so happy that he made it, and we're so happy that he's turned into such a great dad and husband. And so happy birthday, Matt. Podcast host? Here's to another An 40. Assistant podco podcast host. Wow, holy cow. Hi, this is Matt Blake from Minneapolis. Just oh, wanted to let you know that I wouldn't swap you for anyone. No swapping. Wow. Oh, no, no swapping. swapping. <laughs> He's disappointed by that. Wow. There's some deep cuts in there. Holy cow. Happy birthday, Kevin from Matt. Nashville. Is... What? Yeah. Well, that was amazing. Jeez, Thanks, Matt's everybody. wife hasn't seen me with my quarantine beard yet. That might change. That swiping <laughs> might be game on here in a few months. <laughs> We're going to keep her away from you, Russell. Wow. Well, I know. Happy I know. Birthday. And listen, the baby Holy boy of the cow. podcast. Happy birthday, And listen, Matt, Matt if Thanks. you think I'm going to take that story that your mom told and cut the words up and make it into some <laughs> sick story for my own enjoyment. <laughs> <laughs> then you know Rob really well. well. It seems yeah. like a lot of work, and somebody would have to be teaching from home for two weeks to have time to do that. <laughs> All right, so happy birthday! Uh, I'll never do that again. All right, so the old, the old mad, mad asphyxiation tales are just going to be hammered over and over for the next four hundred episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Only a little bit. Of I like brain to call damage. that the Matt in the diaper story. That was my that was my version of that story. <laughs> uh, and if you wanted to hear all the voicemails played at once, then you could have heard the first part of this bit that I edited out. Well, thanks. Hey, Rob, Rob, let me just say thanks to everybody. I don't know if I said it, but thanks to everybody. That that does mean a lot. There's some a lot of people I haven't heard from in a long time there. So I, I don't know who put it together, but thanks I, for that. It's, are these uh, people downloading or are they just calling in? Because if they're not no. downloading, like we need to cut. No, I mean, out. I guarantee not. Right. You know, my deep dark secret plan right is just to mention as many people as i can so like you know neil from lakeville and nick from minneapolis and now we've got like sarah from atlanta and kevin from nashville and some of the you know we've got we 
Just keep mentioning people. We're going to get some uh, downloads out of this. So. I noticed that asshole Magic Mike sixty nine or whatever his name is from Houston never called in to wish you any <laughs> happy birthday. You don't know. You don't know your facts. I guess that that's shameful. And I and I also noticed that Russ and Aaron also didn't leave a message. All right, so uh, it seems strange that uh, such Thanks, good Rosie. Not do that. Right. It seems odd, right? Uh, yeah, it was kind of bullshit, Aaron. <laughs> I asked them to, and they just said even more appropriate that I didn't try very hard to do. All right, so everybody is staring at me, so that means it is time to move on to our Rob, next... are you the main host or not? Oh, yeah, I am the main host, and I'm here in the greatest city in the world, New York City! The greatest city in the world! Listen, let's get right so to stupid. our voicemail. Yeah, Kiss my ass. Dumb shit listeners, they can't even tell what we're doing. <laughs> oh, no, they're back? God, they're back? Dumb shits. They're just the dumbest of the dumb. <laughs> the dumbest of the dumb. <laughs> Hey, gentlemen, this is a close personal relative of Aaron's. I felt compelled to call in. Uh, I was texting Aaron yesterday trying to identify one of the ingredients in the Vietnamese noodle soup pho. Uh, He identified the ingredient as anise, uh, actually star anise. And then he proceeded to tell me that he's allergic to anise. uh, What kind of fuckery is this? What kind of fuckery is this, Aaron? Which means you're allergic to it. Um, so, you know, just wanted to let you guys know that Aaron did tell me that his face gets all red, itchy, and blotchy anytime he eats anise. You gotta shave beforehand, Aaron. What the fuck? You gotta watch out for pink eye, too. So, you know, while the rest of us are out enjoying anise eating season, not worrying about it, you know, Aaron actually cannot eat anise. And so... Aaron's rolling going is completely what the fuckery right now. <laughs> the pregnant pauses are great. Probably. I've never heard Rob be this silent on the podcast. There's no way we've ever got eight, 18 seconds without Rob grabbing it. I've got to admit, I laughed about this for about 10 minutes when I heard it the first time. So it's kind of not funny to me anymore. I, and I, in fact, I don't think there is an anise eating season. Like I, I also don't enjoy anise, Aaron. I'm not allergic to it. I don't like it. But I've always thought maybe I just tried the wrong anise, you know, because it always, to me, that anise always tastes like black licorice. And I'm wondering if maybe it's prepared a different way. Maybe I'd like anise more. I don't know. Let's keep listening. So I just thought that it was, it was good information for you guys to have. Love the podcast. Um, you know, happy to be able to call in and let you know that Aaron uh, is unable to eat anise due to an allergy, uh, which, which flares up when he eats anise. Thanks for everything, guys. You really need to get that checked out, Aaron. <laughs> The uh, the the truth of the matter is I he's I he, the 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 caller is trying to set me up for this. What? But I'm gonna, just, I'm gonna go with it. For I, eating anise? I can eat anise. Ooh, I can't oh, yeah. cook it. The thing that happened mm-hmm. is that we tried That's cooking food at home. <laughs> yeah. And when no kink shaming. We, no kink no. shaming. <laughs> Rule number one. That's true. We did have a written agreement. There would be no kink shaming on this podcast. You know, that in my relationship, in my marriage, we tried Annis too, and it did turn out that the cook was too big. Um, <laughs> the cook. So I don't know. Maybe you need to add some more, I don't know, olive oil or something. Maybe that'll help. That'll help with your Annis. Is that a possibility? <laughs> well, yeah, the truth of the matter. Do you ever is think, Aaron, it, was... it could have been something you were eating with the anise? <laughs> that, yeah, the anise that that gave you the reaction, latex mm-hmm. or something. 
I'm not. Yeah, I have. I it's been a while now since I tried. Uh, but again, uh, it was more that in cooking it, uh, my face turned all red and blotchy, and I even had to uh, douse my face in milk to try to fix it. Side note: my Some son thinks this is a hilarious uh, story. Oh, I'm sure so he does. I'm sure he does. Story. Yeah, he really thinks that's funny. That's that's good. You know, he's one of our top listeners. Actually, he he. I think he might have sent in that voicemail. Actually, I cut out that part at the beginning where he said, "I'm actually Aaron's son." And again, I cannot remember the name of your kid, so that's not going to affect uh, the joke at all. But so so, uh, shut up for a second. First of all, that is very funny. That voicemail is very good. Second of that's all, one of our better voicemails. I'm not ever. letting you just go by by saying you doused your face in milk, and then I'm not going to talk about that. So, what exactly do you mean you doused your face in milk? Did you pour milk on your face, or did you make a bowl full of milk? And then put your face into it, or what? I think, I, yeah, I think I made a bowl full and dunked it. So, uh, yeah, we tried now to why, make pho Now, at why home. did you do that? That's very dumb thing to do. Why did you do that? Because my face felt terrible. We tried to make foot at home. Mm-hmm. I don't, which I don't recommend. Like, just just go out to eat foot. Don't try to make it at home. No, they, I, like, I and, and I love to be, be honest. Idea. I love pho. You Me know too. What I mean, like, and I, I think it's so good. It's delicious. You, you probably don't need to go out to have the anise, though, do you? You could probably just no, stay at home for that. for that. Oh, and kind of depends. About, if it's, oh, it's not very good at home. Yeah. You got to get out. Yeah. yeah. Well, Aaron doesn't, like, Aaron doesn't like the pho at home, so he gets to pho <laughs> out and about. That's where he finds he doesn't like He can't eat anise. Something about mm-hmm. the fumes cooking it in the air made my okay. face all, like, got hives. And I was, I didn't know what the fuck I had. I was trying to figure out how to cool the burning sensation on my face. So this is maybe so your, this an, this anise is spicy, is what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, very it was spicy. spicy. Yeah. It was hey, hot. Spicy. Hey, next Would you time say it, you had some hot anise action? <laughs> <laughs> next time, you better stick with that cheese tortellini on those hikes. Yeah, yeah, that would have been a better, better, better move. Yeah, that would have been yeah. a much better move. Do you have like a visceral <laughs> reaction every time you see some anise? Is it like a <laughs> is this like a problem when you're out in public? I think you should add some anise to those cheese tortellini hikes. I mean, make, spice it up a little bit. <laughs> Variety is the spice of life. I, I do, you know, all these very dumb jokes aside, which I saw coming at a, from about noon today. Uh, and by the way, that's the best voicemail we've ever gotten. Sorry, all of Matt's friends. Um, <laughs> although I would like to actually, I would, if one of Matt's friends could actually call in and do that same call, but with the accent, I think it'd be very With funny. the Duluth accent? Yeah, be like, oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, Aaron, yeah. just to let you know, Aaron can't eat anus. He gets all, he gets all red and blotchy, yeah? Um... But I do have to say, like, I, I like the idea that you think that you think that your rashy face is like eating too much salsa and you have to eat milk to like you have to pour milk. <laughs> do you just pour milk over anything that like hurts I, or what? I mean, I was at a loss, man. I didn't know it was I was I didn't know what to do. We didn't have anything else in the house. So but like in all, in all reality, milk. like water doesn't work like on spicy stuff. Like if you like you eat right. wings that are too hot and stuff, you don't drink water. You drink milk. Right. right. So is that what, what we were thinking? thinking? Yeah, yeah and if I get a bug bite and it hurts really bad, I pour milk all over it. Like, it makes total sense to me. I get it. <laughs> Do you guys remember that show, Man vs. Food, where you would eat, like, the really big meals or the really hot stuff? Yeah. Maybe Aaron should have a new TV show where it's mm-hmm. Aaron versus Anis. And it's just Aaron, like, every episode is Aaron eating Anis in a different part of the world. I like that. Different Anis after different Anis. I think that's a great idea. And I, you know what? And I didn't even say anything about being star Anis. So I'm pretty happy with that. I'm pretty proud of myself. <laughs> it's really kudos to everyone involved. So, really, just thank you. I think you ever did we showed you great ever restraint. Show today. Did you ever? Tr- oh, I'm gonna be quiet. I'm gonna have to tell Rob that we're all the way up to album number 26. This is 1975's "Horses" by Patti Smith. 
So guys, I, uh, I I found a new uh, a new radio station to listen to. So let's just uh... that last song went out to our old friend Russell in the Upper Midwest. That was 1993's <laughs> "Creep" by Radiohead. Oh, no. We thank you for listening to 91.69 Beck Public Radio. Up next, a classic from the Bay Area by Rosie and the mm-hmm. Rosenthal's. Their rendition of Patti Smith's <laughs> "Gloria." I think Rosie's so singing the honey, of honey. Of his wife grown in. Ooh, he's so sick. Oh. Of his wife grown in. Ah, he's so sick. <laughs> of his wife young man. Oh, I'm so sick. Of his wife grown in. <laughs> that guy from college named Steve. Oh, uh, he looks so good. Oh, uh, he looks so fine. I got this crazy feeling that I'm gonna make Mine. And Rob says, not going to take it no more? Wow. Not going to take it no more? Mm-hmm. He pulls out oh his big God. VR. Yeah, I can say, oh my God, it's midnight. And my baby, <laughs> through the door, she's coming to me, leaning on my couch. Oh, sit on it good. Oh, sit on it fine. Hopefully she just ate some chili and uh, uh, maybe some tacos. Baby, just do it. Tell me you mind. Do what I like. Said you do what I like. I gotta see a video of you recording this and your family getting in the car and moving away. And the thing is, and the thing is, F A T E E F A R T. Rob. Oh my god. Seriously. I knew it was F- going there and it still got me. A R T. Seriously? That's that's what does it, huh? You are one thick man. Oh my god. I pray for your soul. Rob, seriously. You are one one thick bastard. Oh my god. Women who fart in cakes. That is disgusting. I mean, that's worse than dirty paparash at Minola. Oh my gosh, farting in cakes. F-A-R-T in cakes. Come on, you dirty bastard. F-A-R-T in cakes. Rob, you sick bastard. Rob, I am a huge fan of women. I could always go for a great piece of cake, no question about it. And nothing better than getting a good, clean fart to really expand your guts to enjoy more food. But combining all three and actually getting an arousal out of women farting in cake, really? That is the most disgusting thing I have ever heard. And from this day forward, I will be looking at you in a whole new light, my friend. Rob, you're just a disgusting deviant. Just oh, sick. Fart and cakes, Rob likes it when they fart and cakes. So you, he loves it when they fart and cakes. F A R T. Fart and cakes. 
When you want to hear about the greatest albums of all time, but you're just too lazy to look it up online. If you want to hear four guys who chat and then they get off track, I've got the perfect podcast for you. Think about it. I can't tell the difference between them. Rob's cakes, or he can't tell his wife and sister's voice. Uh, <laughs> it's a shame that's all going to be edited out. That's the worst part of that whole thing. I've got a Bex line, and it's uh, Casey Kasem with today's Bex. After listening to the List Fair episode, I just wanted to share the inappropriate T-shirt my high school boyfriend wore when he came to see me at work. After we broke up, the business was owned by my dad. By the way... His shirt said, girls, free breathalyzers, blow here. And then there was an arrow pointing to his junk. Needless to say, he has never thought of as the one that got away. I cannot tell you how many people have communicated with me about inappropriate T-shirts. I think inappropriate funny T-shirts is a love language. I think it's the sixth love language. It's this thing that binds us all together. People love it. I, what did I see? What did I, I sent you guys a picture, right? Where it was just like, instead of enjoy Coke, it just said enjoy cock. And I was like, well, yeah, they didn't work yeah, that hard, but it's very yeah. funny. Like, it's just like some guy is like, enjoy cock. That's good. I'm going to put that in a shirt and sell it in every shop down in Chinatown. <laughs> so the shirt said, what was it? Breathalyzer, breathalyzer blow here with the yeah, arrow pointed down. Yeah, it was ladies. Yeah. I got a breathalyzer blow here. And then it was an arrow down to his <laughs> junk. And he wore it to the where this uh, uh, listener was working. And the dad was there at the place. So not only are you picking up your girlfriend, ex-girlfriend at the time, by the way, in the shirt, you're also seeing the parents. So I guess at that point, it's like, well. I got dumped. I drove away real fast. Might as well break out this breathalyzer shirt that I've been, I just bought at Spencer gift and uh, I've been saving for a very special time. I would, I would much rather be remembered in a, in a bold way like that than just going out some meek way. Just yeah. Try nothing. I think you go out with style like that. I appreciate it. Yeah. You got it. I, I agree. It's much better than begging a girl not to dump you, which I also did on that, uh, that drive away fast story. I was like, Hey, maybe we can just it's like, dude, no, you got to collect your self-respect and <laughs> get talked about it a number of times. That guy's living his truth, man. That that's that mm-hmm. guy deep down in his soul. That's who he is. And yeah. so for that girl, she absolutely, or whoever guy could have been a guy, I guess, whoever it was who uh, t- vexed us, you know, that just absolutely got rid of a train wreck real quick there by yeah. letting that guy wear Dodge that t-shirt. Bullet. So. To be yeah. fair, someone who wears a T-shirt like that has to have plenty of signs along the way that they're capable of wearing <laughs> such a shirt, right? Like, yeah, th- that person you just doesn't think. all of a sudden go from being a, a well-dressed man every mm-hmm. day of his life to one day being like, I'm, I'm going to break this shit out on a Saturday. Yeah. That doesn't no, but happen. It's like, but it's like one of those things where maybe they're a little bit mean to the waiter. Maybe they, you know, just a little bit, mm-hmm. little yeah. bit mean to their mom, things like that. But then that shirt comes out and it's like, yep. Yes. Terrifying. You're, you know, time to go. He's definitely so. not going from forced sweater vest to terribly dirty T-shirt. But I think <laughs> I, 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 they probably did start dating because she really thought he was a female body inspector. <laughs> she was just hoping that <laughs> that's my favorite shirt. FBI female body inspector. Like, hey, this is pretty. This is funny, and it makes you think. You know. Okay, so again, this is a podcast. Okay, you know what? <laughs> Now we're going to do an improv exercise. That was, no, we're going to do an Rob. improv exercise, Aaron, because you didn't say anything. I was you thinking. are okay. You are a patient going to the doctor's office and go. <laughs> hey, doc, I'm wearing my favorite T-shirt. It says Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco and Firearms. Who's bringing the chips? 
Alcohol is still one of the major killers in the U.S. And oh. scene. Good. Good job, Aaron. That was great. Okay. Do you see how I did a yes and there? And I responded. I listened. That's you how we're going to do the, the podcast. F- the FBI t-shirt makes us think. We were all thinking. That was a, a, a oral joke. Anytime I have to edit out blank space in this podcast, it's always a real bummer. It's just like, <laughs> well, there's four of us and none of us could think of anything funny to say at this point. So... <laughs> You can't be funny all the time. You got to have, you know, some, some build and then there's going to be va- peaks and valleys. Pregnant pauses. Some- we talked about pregnant pauses about 30 episodes ago. Right. You know, we got to, sometimes that shit's got to breathe. You I guys, just- is there, is there any t-shirt, uh, some sort of t-shirt with language on it that any of your wives could wear where you'd be like, enough, I'm out. Like if, if your wife no. wore, wore the male body inspector shirt or anything like that, is there anything that w- you, you couldn't handle? Well, it would just be just an Iowa Hawkeyes t-shirt, but that's going to be the theme of this podcast. <laughs> We're going to fight, be the only fight, one. fight yeah. Yeah, be the only one. Yeah. Uh, no, the answer is no. If my wife wore a dirty shirt, I would be walking around with a permanent Rob Rection, which is what I call an erection when I have it. You guys didn't figure that out. And hey, you want to use the term Rob Rection? Feel free. Uh, 802-277. That's 802-277-2325. Hey guys, little Rosie here, just to weigh in on the Sox Suckfest debate. Uh, Rob was definitely insinuating that he was aroused by someone removing his socks. That's yes. definitely weird. Yes. But if you're shocked by that, that's on you. I've met Rob maybe two times in real life, and hearing him say that he's aroused by someone taking off their, his, his own socks, uh, that was like hearing him say that he liked toast or some shit. So uh, that's on you for being shocked about it, but yeah, it's really weird. Thank you, little Rosie, for coming into my defense. Question mark. I mean, it started off so well. On brand. Yeah, he's like, he's like, hey, he was aroused by people taking his socks off. No, I'm not. Okay, first of all, I was talking about my kids doing it. That does not arouse me. Okay, second of all, that's not something you could hear in your voice, Rob. You could hear it. You in could your tell. Voice. If you showed up to a fuck fest and there was oh, a no. list of instructions on the Again. wall, and instruction number one is turn to your neighbor, ask them to take off your socks. Come on, like rock, rock hard erection right there, Rob. Like, there's no Ooh, question. Yeah, that, oh, would be, that would be pretty <laughs> great, I got to say. Boy, get Aaron out of the garage and he turns filthy. But everybody turns to the right, then you're going to be getting your socks taken off while you take somebody's socks off? Oh, it's the London That's Bridge how- of taking off socks. That is dirty, Aaron. I love it. Everybody, it's a circle sock takeoff. That's what we called it in high school. Rob, why do you think socks need to be part of the fuck fest? Is, are you looking I like, don't. are you going to like a higher class event or why do you think there need to be socks? <sighs> Guys. Is it lounge casual or what? I maybe should let our next voicemail actually answer that question because it is oh. once again about socks. And why, do they call, wait, why do they call them little Rosie? I don't know. I never, I never get that. No one ever knows that. Yeah. It's just Got to disagree around. with the R. Comedy shows are a great first date because it's all about getting the woman feeling like she had a good time with you. She won't remember that it was the comedian that made her laugh more than you did. Mm, She's just gonna remember she had fun with you. Plus one time at a show Chris Farley's brother saw me on a date and the way the woman was touching me and said dude. You're getting laid tonight and he was right. Not gonna lie. The whole time we were doing it I kept thinking this is going to make a great story. (laughs) I finally got a chance to tell it on this podcast. Just waiting. Just waiting to tell that story for years. Chris Farley's brother. Wait, so it's Chris Farley's brother, right? Chris Farley's brother said, dude, you're gonna get laid. And then he did. And the whole time that he's banging away, he's like, "Ah, this is gonna make a great story. (laughs) It's gonna be a great story. That does sound like me in the podcast. So we're like, I'll be doing something interesting and something funny will happen. And I'll take out my phone and write down notes. 
Everybody's like, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, nothing. I'm too embarrassed to tell him what I'm doing is writing down maybe a funny story, a funny story, question mark for the podcast. It's like, yeah, your other notes say TP and refrigerator, question mark. Like, <laughs> what, what is this podcast? I was thinking about Chris Farley's but, brother and doing it. Just making a note. But so they're, they're saying they're saying the woman's not going to even know or your date's not going to even know whether you cause them to have a good right. time or someone else did. As long as there's a good time had, you will benefit from it. Right. They're associating a good time with you. It's, yeah, I that's, just can't, I can't very, imagine that's, having that's sex primal. after going out for the night. That's a good point. The problem is you have to be such a good sport though. If the comedian like decides to pick on you. Yeah. You know, you have to, I mean, yeah. like that's, I, I, I could see myself just getting dead red, like just shut the fuck up. You know, that kind of a thing. You know what I mean? Like, but if you do that on like a first date, I mean, that's the end of the date. Right? Right? There's no more dating. Yeah, definite red that flag. kind of thing. So you have to be a good sport and you have to roll with it. And that's, that's the danger in it. Matt, how, how long would you need to go in your relationship with your wife where you could have told a, a comic to fuck off if he was picking on you? Like a month in, six months in, a year? How long did you have to date your wife where you would have felt comfortable telling a comic well, to fuck off? Well, see, the problem is, Sarah and I, we, we knew each other for a long time before we started dating. And so I don't know, like I, I that's where it's trouble. Cause I don't know, like this whole first date thing when you just meet somebody mm-hmm. and all that, but it probably was a, it would have to be a good, I don't know, two, three months in right before it was like, I just had to get that out. Right. And they, they do all your good qualities. Cause if you go dive it in with that date one, I mean like that's red flags, you know, this kid, how is this guy going to be with kids? And how is he, am I going to introduce my mom to this guy? Things like that. And so, uh, I did get in trouble once for booing people at a musical theater show. So that one was, that didn't go over well. That was, <laughs> but he was bad. Man. I paid money for that. Yeah, it was it the villain? theater show. Cause we no, know how no. you feel about booing the villain. No, this was actual booing. No, I, I do. I like, I, oh, I like, no. I think, I think booing the villain is a sign of respect. Like booing King George and Hamilton, as we talked about, but that's you a sign just, of respect. You just booed a bad I booed performance. A guy. Yeah. Yeah. It like, was what did he do? You know, I'll be honest. What do you was, mean? It was personal. It was personal. Because I, I just, Hold on, don't interrupt. Let, let's get this. This is guys, not personal. Guys, guys, just to let you know I am booing, but this is for my job. This is not personal. <laughs> this is business. Yeah, but listen, you guys, you guys have, I thought about this. I jumped over you guys for, for uh, interrupting Aaron. If you would, guys would just let Aaron breathe, just let him tell his whole story. He's mm-hmm. going somewhere. You guys have no idea where he's going, but it always leads to Rob putting his hands in the air saying, what the fuck? So just <laughs> let true. your story breathe, all right? Okay. I, yeah, I'm not going to name names because I'm not that petty, but it was a guy who, who there was, there's a lot of, in the Twin Cities, there are actors Mike? who are also impresarios <laughs> who, like, have the the power to put on a show. And I had I had auditioned for this guy and didn't, you know, didn't get hired. And then I went to see him in a show <laughs> yes. at, uh, at, I think it was at Hamlin or um, Concordia College, maybe. And I thought he was terrible in his role. And um, I booed. And there were some other yes, friends of mine who were in the show. And my wife felt like maybe I shouldn't be booing when it was my friend's show, which I think she was correct about. I think that that was not a great move on my part. So that one I've I, tried. Can I just ask it? Did anybody look at you like in the audience? Did people turn around and be like, what the fuck is this guy doing booing? Or were people, was, were other people booing random people that they didn't like or what? No. And of course no one boos in Minnesota. Like that's not done. I mean, no. And, and like, you know, to be honest, the guy wasn't that bad. He was probably as, you know, better than I would have been anyway, but I was, you know, I was holding oh, yeah, the grudge. That's, that's why he got the part. He wore his yeah. socks to the fuck fest, didn't he? <laughs> he it. wore the socks, like, didn't he? Boo socks. <laughs> boo that he got man. invited to the after party fuck fest, and Aaron was in the Aaron was in the crowd, so he didn't get to go to the after party fuck fest. Hey, Matt, 
Matt, strike one to you. That story was not that great. Okay, gonna oh, give that story right. a thumbs down. That's your feel free to interrupt. Feel free to start interrupting. I love how yeah, Aaron. I love how Aaron went to a show at like a call a local college, and that's mm-hmm. where he booed. He didn't. He didn't go to like a Broadway show where he expected something amazing. He went to something where they probably charged him like a can of soup to get into the door <laughs> to watch it, and he booed him for it. Yeah, well, yeah. That was, that's where I was at at the time. That's why I don't go to that stuff anymore. He's getting his hair cut at the barber college and then yelling at them when they screwed up. Like, oh, good, you. I paid a whole dollar for this. God damn it. This is awful. I love that. Well, if that's not enough, the same text message guy texted me half hour later. So obviously he was just sitting there listening to the show Two and then respond a day. Yeah. It's like the podcast. This, this guy thinks a, the podcast is a conversation with him. So he's got to get back in. So this oh, was a half hour what, later. Sick bastard. I got this text. Oh, definitely. So I have been to one fuck fest, but I was so oh. nervous. I basically had to go full method acting and got into character by dressing as a seventies lounge lizard complete with what? doc shoes and no socks. Hashtag team the socks. <laughs> P.S. This was just a few months prior to the Chris Farley's brother incident. <laughs> 2019 was a good year. Yours always. Magic Mike 69, a.k.a. Oh, the Double M. Oh, there it is. Oh, wow. The Double M is coming in hot with a fuckfest story that he went to and did not wear socks to. So I think that, wow. once again, our, our resident fact checker is there. Music Mike 69 is in checking Music the facts, Mike. telling us that the fuck fest he attended, no socks required. Also out there getting more butt than ashtrays. <laughs> <laughs> Rob, what would be more creepy for you That's if you were joke, I liked it. if you were at a fuck fest sitting there and Magic Mike showed up or if Magic <laughs> Mike showed up with no socks? <laughs> what would be more erotic for me? That's a great question. That's a really good question. Because they're both they both would be super erotic. I like that her the the fan of our podcast also has been to a fuck fest. Whereas meanwhile, all of us are like, God damn, I wish we could go to a fuck fest. What are you doing? Like we're missing out. We're imagining what they're like. And Music Mike 69 is like, oh yeah, I went to one. This is right after I banged a girl for taking her to the comic shop. It's a really great video. It's a good times. All right, let's get right Rob into it. Rob us he doesn't have to pay us minimum wage as long as we get tips, right? <laughs> Wait, isn't That's Rob right. the only unionized per- or, uh, well, we'll get into that after the, in the post-game show? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, God, I can't wait. Okay, let's see. How do I turn this computer off right after this podcast? All right, let's get in. Guys, we've got two separate texts. Oh, to the Bex okay. line. How do you, we how did. Do you text the Beck's line? 802-277-BECK. You can text the Beck line. We've got a couple now. I can. You can write in anything and have a celebrity say it. See if you guys can guess who the celebrity is. Okay, everyone. Casey Case from here. Just wanted to tell you that Russ has a normal-sized penis. See what I mean? Like, you can get these guys to say anything. Listen to this one. See if you can tell. These are not Beck's lines. These are just ones I did on my own time today. The school needs to start. I have so much free time. Hey, everyone. Joe Buck here. What I saw on the field was disgusting. It was Russ's penis. See what I mean? Like, it's so good. All right, let's get into the next. I've got to show you guys. This one also comes with a picture, so I might have to explain it to you after he says it here. Nick, what I found a picture of a film's pubic lice. Okay, so that was a quick one saying that was Kendrick telling us that somebody, and somebody took the time to text us this. They said, now we did get a lot of text saying hashtag pubic lice. I don't remember why people were supposed to say hashtag pubic lice to us. It was very... It was to prove, that they, to prove that they listened to the end of an episode. You were supposed to give them a dollar. Oh, then I got less than I would have expected, actually. If that's how many people are listening to the end of the episode, guys, we can coast toward the end. Let's just put it that way. I can stop editing by the end. But they did send me this picture. Can you see the screen? 
it's little plastic crabs and they're called jazz crabs and they're all playing their own little <laughs> instruments. So you have a crab with like a little saxophone. You have a trap crab with a little drum kit and stuff like that. Yeah. So somebody found a picture of crabs playing jazz and said, those are Aaron's pubic lice. So oh. Aaron, Aaron, well, has probably, your pubic lice gone away yet? If I had them, they'd probably be playing jazz in my, in my dreams. So I, I like that. I appreciate that listener for, I love how Rob's just decided to double down on this topic. A few weeks ago, this was in an email that, hey, this should probably be taken out. But instead of avoiding it, Rob's doubling back and he's just well, hitting you the know, nail some, harder. It's really become a kind of a, a colloquialism just to call them crabs. But I always prefer the term pubic lice. I think that's much more visceral. <laughs> when I taught STDs in my class, I'd be like, I'd say pubic lice because I thought it was so great. Because crabs are kind of cute, right? It's like a tiny crab. You could think like, oh, isn't that, isn't that cute? But like a pubic lice seems like a little more menacing. I mean, people eat like crab legs, right? Right. So. As many as they can, right? <laughs> They're so tiny. I can barely, I can barely get these legs off. This is one that both criticized me and puts Aaron on blast. Oh, what? Rob's BBQ takes are absolutely abhorrent. Let's not bury the lead. But also, it should be noted that Aaron once took me out for BBQ tofu and vegan mac and cheese in Oakland. Hashtag Aaron's pubic lice. All oh. right, so that message hey, said that <laughs> let's break this down into two parts. Number one, I have been thinking about this obsessively for the last three weeks. My barbecue takes really, truly are abhorrent. Yeah, it's it was true. bad. Yeah. I said that you're there for the sauce. That's all yeah. that matters. Incorrect. And I realized, you know what my favorite barbecue really is? What? Pulled pork. I love it yeah, more than anything else. You, that it, means you're not. You have you have nothing to say on the matter right now. It is. It's it's like what, what's that equivalent of? Like you going to a fancy French restaurant and ordering French fries, right? Like that's kind of the. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Some people would say like you getting a steak and saying I want a medium well, kind of a thing. You know, like so the, the oh, steak no. snobs. Yeah, I, I dropped that girl fast when she pulled that stunt. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not paying for this overcooked meat. Or like, what's your favorite album, Sergeant Pepper's? You know what I mean? Like, you just you get to be a little more thoughtful. Okay, so if I'm showing off barbecue-wise, what do I order? It's, is it brisket? That's the only yeah. thing that makes me a true barbecue I man? I think that's the only thing you can go with. No, oh, the no. only thing is to know the specialty of the house because there are places yeah. that would spe- – I'm this is the same comment I made before. There are places <laughs> that would specialize – in pulled pork, and so the only thing is to know what the place does well and Whatever to order Whatever is on the chalkboard. Whatever is written love, on the special of the day. Yes. I love barbecue sauce. I cannot help it. And you pulled know what? Pork is fine. I'm going to take a brave stand and say I'm right with my barbecue sauce take. I think a good barbecue sauce. No, I can't do it. Sorry, guys. I'm trying. <laughs> Uh, this weekend I was at the spa and the fries I got, I did put mayo and ketchup together. And I thought somebody was like, oh, that's very European. And I was like, it's true. I'm classy. I'm a classy guy. <laughs> You got French fries at the spa. Well, don't. That's my rolling going. <laughs> I cannot answer any follow-up questions about French fries at the spa. That is my rolling going. I don't want to give it away, but okay. And now everybody's waiting on Tetra I can't hooks. wait to hear more about your French fries at your spa. <laughs> yeah. Actually, now you that you say it, that is kind of the whole, of seat. that is kind of the whole story now that you say it like that. <laughs> this, this Baxter is someone who's a close family member of mine, and he is correct. I yeah. took him out for vegan barbecue, and I will say... If you're talking about barbecue tofu, Rob, it really is all about the sauce because there's only so much you can do with tofu. So then the sauce really matters. So, so was this was this person a vegan, Aaron, that you took out? No, or you just didn't want to be their friend anymore? No, I just there's a great there, there's a great trying vegan. to push them away. Is this like <laughs> <laughs> Listen, trying y'all. to get them to stop coming out yeah. to Oakland and visit? Yeah. <laughs> Listen, vegan my house is so small. Black-owned vegan, re- vegan so restaurants vegan. are a real thing. They're and black and brown-owned vegan vegan uh, eateries are a real thing. They're trying to 
expand food horizons around the world. And so there are several of them in Oakland. I like to frequent them. Don't, because don't I'm a turn person this who on likes us to like you're like we're the, the shitheads. Do not do that. Do not turn <laughs> Wait, this on us like we're in we, this situation. Listen, How did vegan barbecues are fine. If I went out and visited you and you took me to one, I would never forgive you. You okay, should, you unless like I was it. a vegan. You would like it. I, I, I do think this is like a breakup move. Like, if I was going out with a girl and I didn't want to see her anymore and I didn't have the guts to just say, hey, this isn't working for me, I'd start taking her to barbecue vegan restaurants, <laughs> and then she would have to break up with me. It's a Can great you imagine? It's, it's, it's next door You're, to a beautiful beer place with a nice patio. Well, you order your beer, they bring you there. To. Vegan <laughs> barbecue yeah. next door is delicious. Uh, yeah. I'll eat it all day, any day. It's the in the same state as an in and out like, What does that have to do with anything? Like, who cares? <laughs> If I went to a place and it was like, okay, you get to pick between the tofu and the vegan mac and cheese, which is what? Probably like almond cheese on there or something, right? Some nut cashew, cheese. I think. Yeah, cashew cheese. Yeah, yeah, cashew outside. I'm it's not delicious. having that, okay? I'm not oh, eating so anything good. that has nut cheese on it. No thanks. Oh, I'm in for it anytime. I would eat the oh vegan barbecue God. all day. Okay, so and then when's the next the last day time I went- would eat animal barbecue because I'm, I'm that, I, I contain multitudes. And which one, which one tastes better? The animal one. The animal, not, I mean, so why, why, even, why not just go to Animal Barbecue twice? Because it's not next door to the beer place. And listen, there is not, I mean, there's recently I'm now confused. some really good, you know, uh, carnivore barbecue in Oakland. There was not, at the time, there was not great carnivore barbecue around. So I just don't get, have we talked about this before, about the, like the fake meat at Burger King? Like, was yeah. there a huge demand for fake, for See, like... V- vegetarians to go get a Whopper. At I think Burger there King? is though. Like, I think yes, if you're a vegetarian or vegan, traveling, and I've always and I've said this and I've said this for years and I'll still say it. They're right. Vegetarians and vegans. When we look back in 50 years, we're going to look like the same way we look back at like doctors using leeches when they talk about us eating meat. Because pretty soon it's going to be like lab grown meat. It's going to be just fine. It's not going to hurt the animals. I'm I'm here for it. I love it. I I think being a vegan or vegetarian is correct. And I do think that if you're a vegan or vegetarian and you're going out with your friends and they're going to Burger King, it's really nice to have an option. That's not like lettuce with ketchup on it. Like I I'm totally down with those, that fake meat stuff. I think it's great. If Aaron took me to a vegan barbecue (laughs) and I am not a vegan, I would be so fucking mad. I mean, it's, 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 I just, it's, it's, it makes no sense to me. It's like, it's just it was right next door to Beer Revolution. You can sit on the patio. They bring your vegan barbecue over. It's tasty. I mean, Aaron thinks his house love? is nice because he's next door to a really nice house. He's like, our house is so great. It's next door to the biggest house. Oh, my God. It's so awesome. Rob, I got to know, are you more Minnesota? Would you be Minnesota nice about this or would you be New York upfront about it? If Aaron, you went out to visit Aaron in Oakland. You um, talk to his wife who you've never met because you weren't invited to his wedding and they decided to take you to a vegan barbecue place. Would you say something or be like, I don't want to go there. Or would you just go and act like no. it was super good? I would happily go. I would happily go to a vegan place. I wouldn't say I would be, I would say this is so good. And then when I got on this podcast, I would drag Aaron's happy meal ass up and down main street for an hour and talk about what a shit show it was of all the places to go eat in the Bay area. And Aaron takes me to a vegan barbecue, which just sounds like a joke. It sounds like a prank show. Like, Oh, let's go to the vegan barbecue. Ha ha ha. You know, it's, it's, it's delicious. Danny Glover eats vegan barbecue right here in Oakland. Is this solely? Is this solely vegan? Is yes. that what we're talking about? There you go. Matt knows. Matt's looking it up. Uh, really solely guy. vegan is I'm the one so, that I'm so, old for you this know, shit. So the whole argument is that it's right next to this beer place, right? So we've got the National Giant Hamburgers and Great Pies, which is right next to the vegan place. <laughs> wait, a minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a Japanese wait, sushi. Wait, wait, Matt. What was that place's name again? The first place? Nations Giant. 
Okay. Hamburgers and great pies. Okay, so why would you go anywhere else? That place sounds We've like a fucking rock. Japanese it's got sushi giant right burgers next door. and pies. We've got mosaic Greek and Turkish fast food next door. Across the street, we've got <clears> Buttercup. <throat> this sounds like a night. Well, what is this place? <laughs> I think oh, Buttercup is a place menu. where people go to meet hookers. If I T-bone I, steak and eggs, turkey yes. patty and egg. Oh my! Belgian waffles, biscuits and gravy. <laughs> Wait, this is right across the street from the beer place. But they don't bring it right to you. You can sit right on the patio at Beer Rev, and they bring you. I mean, I haven't been there for like Shrimp six years. And the only time on Black this, and the only time on this podcast where Matt gets <laughs> aggravated with Aaron is when he goes to bad restaurants. That that wakes Matt. It sets Matt, Matt, it sets Matt right off. Yes, you can't. Solely vegan it. is good. I'm not. I, I stand by it. I mean, I haven't been there for a long time but can you imagine you're you're eating fucking barbecue tofu and dandelion greens or whatever right with like a little bit of sauce on there yeah and you look over and the place next to you is having giant hamburgers and pie and you'd be like (laughs) huh you'd be like it'd be like when everyone else is out having fun and you're stuck inside like sweeping it'd be a real cinderella moment you're stuck with aaron and you just realize like oh fuck I, I would rather listen to this album for a whole year than be stuck watching somebody eat giant burger and pie. <laughs> Two foods, by the way, I don't think go together. Like, I don't think anyone's ever had a burger that been like, I'm wondering if it's burgers and pizza pies. Let me look it up. Oh, Even no, that. it's pie. Yeah, it's definitely sweet pie. It's yeah, like it's sweet pie. Thing, it I've is. It's pie. Yeah, they've got oh, pumpkin yeah. pie. What kind of pie do you think yeah. goes with a burger? I, maybe pumpkin. A savory Isn't that like pie, a diner thing? Don't people, don't people go yeah. to diners and get a cherry pie? Burger yeah. and then pie at the end or something? No, or no? you yeah. can't have a burger and then pie. That's that's no good. Burger gets followed up with ice cream or something. There's it's pie is not the dessert after You can't a burger. just talk, go to ice cream every time, Rob. You brought this up numerous times in a row <laughs> where you don't like desserts and then you just go right to ice cream every time. And every time I have ice cream, I'm like, this is so good, and I'm so lactose intolerant. It's worth it. <laughs> I saw a thing on TikTok where somebody took a brioche bun, put a oh, scoop of ice cream in TikTok. it, and then put it in a waffle maker. And I woke my wife up, and I showed her. She was so <laughs> mad at me. But it was worth it because I was like, hey, there's a chance. Get that waffle maker out. Let's put some ice cream sandwiches on there. All right. Let's get into everybody's favorite segment, Rolling Going. Matt's still looking at the map. Matt, is there any more interesting segment? Not well, talking about the band. <laughs> you know, it feels like five bucks for some vegan barbecue, maybe. I'm trying to figure out what the price, how much you have to pay to get vegan barbecue. In all honesty, I swear, I trust Aaron. I would I would let him take me out, but you just know, like, oh, I'm in for a real shit show. Like, I would if I was visiting Aaron, I would have some sliders like in a bag in my pocket. That's wise. And I just take them out and kind of nibble on them and be like, solely vegan has probably been usurped by the vegan mob as the preeminent vegan barbecue place in Oakland. Vegan mob is the place Danny Glover, Danny Glover likes. Riggs, Riggs, I'm getting too old for this shrimp. <laughs> I want some Satan Riggs. <laughs> I better stop before I go you, off the You rails. would have to watch that, Rob. Your cholesterol might get dangerously low if you went out with Aaron for too long. <laughs> be like, every heartbeat is moving this blood so well. I don't get lightheaded when I stand up or sit down. This is crazy. Welcome to Rob FM. What the FM stands for Funkin' Music. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Listen, we know all the foot freaks are out there in Radio Land. Listen to this. Yeah. And I've just got one thing to say to you. Oh, one yeah. thing. Looking at your podcast. Okay. You're going to listen to one. But which one are you picking? Because, man, there are a ton. Who knows? Could be any. You click back, did it better. Oh, 
<laughs> Why? Then you what about Magnolia Shop? <laughs> you forget who's in the back seat. Don't oh, no. kids ask why Aaron loves feet. Oh. <laughs> I want to thank you for downloading this dumb podcast again. Ooh, love it. I want to thank you for listening to me talk to my friends. There we go. Yeah. It's about fun. The greatest albums like of all time. Love it. Let me know, guys, if the Zoom seems behind today. I'm a little suspicious of it, but we'll see. Are you on your 5G? You've been yeah, not doing your 5G recently. Yeah, but it's like the halftime show. 5Gs. I've got the perfect podcast, got the perfect for, podcast for you, Jack. 5Gs. Did you guys hear that? Is the Zoom behind? Did you catch that joke of the halftime show, 5Gs? All right.